0: We were just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the wheel. We made our living hauling freight, cattle, grain, and steel. We were cold, hard, and calloused. From the years out on the road While the devil held the wheel We gave our lives to the Lord But the sinful lives we chose to live Came with a dreadful cost Sin began to drag us down Our families all but lost Late one night God spoke to me He said this is your last call don't turn to Jesus, the hell you'll he fall. Well, I cried out, God, you know I'm weak. I've tried so hard to change. Sweet Jesus, I believe, free me from this change. Now, my buddy, you still would not believe. He said, I need a sign, and if God will show that he is real, then I'll walk that line. He drove on through that lonely day, his heart was cold as steel, and then he saw that sign out in that Midwest field. The arms of Christ were open, wide, blood dripping from his hands. Said, My son, this one's for you. Come and be God's man. Now, we were just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the wheel. We made our living hauling freight, cattle, grain, and steel. And we were cold, hard, and calloused
1: from the years
0: out on the road. While the devil held the wheel. We gave our lives to the Lord. Now one man's hands are still on the wheel, our nation's freight he hauls. He spreads the gospel through this land, a preacher he is called. Now the other took a different road to that oil patch he was sent. Telling men to turn from their sins. And to the Lord repent. And now we're just two ordinary men, strong hands upon the cross. Standing side by side to bring the gospel to the lost. And we were cold, hard, and calloused from the years out on the road. But now Jesus took the wheel. When we gave our lives to the Lord.
2: Hello Drivers, this is and Gary Rayburn and we are in West Memphis, Arkansas today. Me and my good friend Danny Dennis come down to meet with Faith on the Move Ministries and Channel 21 Ministries, Daryl Spicer, and we've come to put a cd together just for you drivers out there on that old lonesome road and we've got a brand new ministry we want to introduce you to today channel 21 Ministries. so that's our purpose for us gathering here today is to talk about channel 21 ministries and galen taylor of faith on the move ministry me and him got together made a cd called two ordinary men and that's a song you just heard and that's a song that God gave Galen to write about both of our ministries, and that's Joe RV singing it for you, and you're going to hear a couple more songs by Joe Arview. He's a great friend of the ministry, too, and we want to share uh, some music of his with you drivers out there on the road, because we get a lot of feedback from all you drivers out there, and we invite your calls every day. We want to hear from you, and we've heard a lot. About how much you really enjoyed uh, not only this CD, Two Ordinary Men, that me and Galen put together for you drivers, but me and uh, Danny, Dennis, and uh, Robert Hartzell got together and put a CD together called Back Before CB Radios, and that's when you got introduced to my friend Danny Dennis. He owns a company up there in Carmile, Illinois, called Rodan Transportation, and he's been in the trucking business for years and years and Sitting around this table right here, we've got, gosh, how, how many years of experience do we have here, Galen?
3: 141. <laughs>
2: 100 and We're a fo- bunch
3: of old dinosaurs, is what we are.
2: <laughs> Amen, oh, man. brother. Amen. Amen. We're going to be talking to Daryl Spicer of Channel 21 Ministries. This is a brand new ministry, and you truckers are going to love this ministry, and you're going to really, we encourage you to get behind this ministry because. Is gonna help you, and that's what it's all about—is helping the drivers out on the road. On the CD back before CB radios, Danny Dennis was on that CD, and and I promised everybody we was gonna get his testimony on a CD soon. Well, soon is getting here.
4: Yes, it is, <laughs> Gary. We're
2: gonna—you
4: uh, know—I've thought about it quite a bit, Gary, and uh, you know I've got so much of my past. And I and I got to thinking about different things in my past that I was going to put on my testimony. And you know, whenever I went back to try to think about different things, when I had the old truck stop and trying to run them old trucks, uh, I couldn't even remember. And I went to the wife and I said, You know, honey, I think I may be having that problem Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's. And, and then I got to thinking about it, you know, and the Lord opened my eyes to what it was. And he said to me that, Them things is as far as from the east is to the west. I have forgotten them. I want you to be more like me, and I want you to forget them. And you know, I thought about that a little bit, what he was saying to me. And what he was saying was, he don't want the devil to get any glory. And I don't want to give him any. So them things are forgotten. And they can be forgotten in your life. If you'll just listen to this CD, this new ministry that's coming up, it's going to be very powerful. It's going to be speaking to a lot of people. And this is going to be
2: all about this brand new ministry, Channel 21 Ministries, and we're going to let you drivers find out what this ministry is all about. And just let Daryl share a little bit of that here in just a minute. Right now, I just want to let Galen say a few words. I know he's itching to get in here and say something.
3: Well, I just want to uh, let you drivers know that we're here for one purpose today, and that's for you. We're here to uh, help you to better understand that there's a better way to live than the way that, that some of you are, are living. And that better way is through Jesus Christ. We've all been there. We were all saved late in life. I was 27 years old when I came. to Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Uh, I, I did the drugs and the alcohol and all the other things. All these guys around this table have a testimony of how Satan controlled our lives before we came to know Jesus. We spent weeks away from home on the road just like you And we just want to use this CD to introduce you to Channel 21 Ministries and let you know that there's someone here that cares, there's someone here that can help. And if you're a Christian driver, this is an opportunity for you to get involved in a ministry that you can minister out on the road, and we're going to help you with the information you need to get you equipped to do that. Darrell, why don't you
5: share with us what your ministry is about? Well, thank you, Galen. Thank you, Gary, for this opportunity. Uh, The Lord works in mysterious ways. You know, we didn't know each other uh, a year ago. But uh, the Lord has brought us together to minister to drivers uh, to help them because we've all been down this road. Uh, We've struggled. You know, we're men, and we wanted to fight this battle on our own. We didn't need any help from anybody. As a driver, I drove uh, back in the 80s. I've been on both sides of it. I've been a driver, and I've been in the office and management. I've seen drivers come into my office broken. Uh, their lives are broken. There's issues going on, whether it be with the job, or, or uh, there's a lot of new drivers out there on the road that, that don't understand the business, don't understand the lifestyle that they've gotten into, and, and somebody needs to come alongside these drivers. Now, management, we're busy. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I mean, that, that phone rings all day and, and uh, we're taking care of business because the drivers want us there taking care of business. But there's times that a driver, it needs to slow down. He, he needs somebody to sit down and look eyeball to eyeball to a man or woman that's been where they're at, when right down that road they're going down through, whether it's divorce, whether it's financial problems, whether it's problems at home with the children, what we're trying to do at Channel 21, and what we're going to do at Channel 21 Ministries, is, is bring drivers of like mind that's out there on the road uh, that, that's seen these issues and, and come alongside these new drivers and, and the seasoned drivers. I was 57 years old before I got saved. Like Galen said, we're dinosaurs. We've been down that road. But when I see, the, in my office, I see drivers come in all the time, they're broken. Uh, their lives are, are shattered. They, you know, a lot of new drivers. They came from uh, the, the construction trade. The, the, they're used to being away from home. You know, why is this happening to their family life? Because you know, they go home and their kids start calling them Uncle Daddy. You know, they don't know who they are because they're gone away from home all the time. And and it really does affect uh, their emotion out there on the road. We're putting a, a team of chaplains together that are drivers, want to come alongside these new drivers and help them. It, it is a ministry uh, to show them that Jesus Christ is the only way. That's a, what's going to make you happy. It took me. I went around the mountain for 57 years figuring out that I wasn't happy. And why wasn't I happy? Because I didn't know the Lord. My wife looked at me when she rededicated her life uh, five years ago. She said that she wanted me to start going to church. I said, no, I'm not ready for that. I've got everything I want. I'm happy. She goes, yeah, you've got everything you want, and you are happy, but there's one thing missing. And I goes, what's that? She says, Joy. I couldn't argue with that. Well, you can be happy, and you can have all the stuff you want. You can have the biggest, fanciest, shiniest truck with all the chrome just oozing off of it. Uh, you can have a new pickup truck, and, and everything in your home is, is, is all new and store-bought. But if you don't have that inner peace that the Lord can give, then you don't have the joy. And there's men and women out there in these trucks that have that. I've heard a lot of these CDs that you get up in the morning, look outside and the trees, they're actually green. And the sky is actually blue. And the sun is really shining. And it it puts some pep in your step. And we want to share that with somebody. We're not going to hide that anymore. So if men and women of God out there in these trucks, you need to be sharing what God has given you. And we believe that the companies that are faith-based should do the same thing. So that's the idea of Channel 21 Ministries. To come alongside drivers just like you. That's uh, going up and down that road that doesn't feel like you have an answer to what's going on in your life. Whether it's financial, with your family, uh, you're having trouble at home with the children and, and with the wife. And not just understanding the lifestyle that you've entered into. Well, there is an answer. And that answer is that joy and peace that we talk about. That's what we're af- all about. Okay, Darrell, let
2: me ask you a question here about Channel 21 Ministries. You work for McElroy Truck Lines. Now, is Channel 21 Ministries a part of
5: McElroy Truck Lines, or is it uh, separate? It's separate. It's a total separate entity than McElroy Truck Lines. Channel 21 Ministries is partnershiping with McElroy Truck Lines. We've become partners in ministry. McElroy is a faith-based company. Uh, what that means is they believe in the Jesus Christ. The Lord has blessed that company through the years, many, many times over. They're a good company. The McElroy family owns it and operates it. Channel 21 Ministries, I have asked them if, it would, if they would allow us, in partnership and with them, that we would take drivers that, that work for them, uh, drivers that are uh, uh, wanting to serve the Lord, that, ha- that wants an opportunity to be able to go out and, and tell the good news, uh, these are drivers that go to church on Sunday mornings, but they don't might not have an opportunity to go back on Sunday nights and Wednesdays. Uh, it's hard for them being on the road to work for the Lord because they're out there busy all the time. And what we found in Channel 21 Ministries and, and through my being in part of the, uh, the trucking industry for 30 years, especially in the last five years since I've given my heart to the Lord, uh, we have found that there's a hunger out there in men and women today they're seeking things. They're looking for something that's not filling the void. They don't know what that is yet. But uh, men of God and women of God that goes out there on the road and they're road chaplains, we feel like the Lord is going to lead these folks to these chaplains. And they're going to be able to witness and, and, and let them know of the good news and why they're happy. All right, let me ask you this, Daryl.
2: You're talking about road chaplains. Okay, now, how, how are we going to know that this chaplain is from uh, Channel 21 Ministries, I guess is what I want to ask you.
5: Well, McElroy Truck Lines is is going to permit us to put on the side of their truck uh, Channel 21 Ministries road chaplain. These drivers will also have a hat or there's going to be on their shirt that they are a road chaplain because one of the the, the biggest ways to to promote this is exposure and let the driver see that and know that uh, that this man or woman is a chaplain for McElroy Truck Lines.
2: Okay, so... uh... Any uh, driver out there, it doesn't have to be a McElroy Truck Lines driver, can come up to these chaplains and and just kind of talk to them and pour their hearts out. I mean, there's so many drivers out there on the road today that's having problems and they they got nowhere to turn because they don't have a pastor at home. A lot of times the chapels in the truck stops, they're they're not occupied 24 hours a day or seven days a week. Uh, A lot of them are just operating on Sunday or something like
5: that. Is that not right? Yes, sir, that's exactly right. Uh, it's not just for McElroy truck drivers. What, what it's for is the industry, because the industry, the drivers are hurting. We all know what, what, uh, what's going on in the world today as far as finances. There's a lot of divorce going on in the world. There's a lot of problems and issues with kids. And these are men and women that's been right where these drivers are at now. And they found a, a way to help them and to give them the joy and put back in their life. So, yes, it's, it's for every driver that's out there on the road. It's for customers. It's for truck stop employees. Whoever sees one of these chaplains, talk to them. Let them help them. Brother Darrell,
4: uh, uh, McElroy Truck Lines, uh, where are they out of? Uh, where's their base place? They're out of Cuba, Alabama. Cuba, Alabama. Uh, you know, I'm a small company. My name is Danny Dennis. I own and operate, my wife and I do, uh, Rodan Transportation out of Carmi, Illinois. One time we run thirty-five units, but right now we only run eight. We've we've slowed way down, and uh, we've kind of got our house in order. How would I, or or, uh, how would uh, some of my drivers become a road chaplain if uh, if I was uh, if if one of them wanted to? I've got some pretty good boys that work for me, and uh, they're God-fearing. I mean, they're God-fearing boys, and that. And how would they be able
5: to become a road chaplain? Well, Danny, there's it, that's, uh, there's plenty of opportunity for all drivers to get involved with this. What we're looking for is faith-based companies, because it, with a faith-based company, they're going to support their road chaplains. It, it's going to have to come not just from the drivers. It's going to have to come. It's not going to come just from Channel 21 Ministries. We're going to be there for structure and support, but the support has to come from the carrier themselves. So, as a carrier, one truck or, or a, a thousand trucks. This is an opportunity for all carriers that are faith-based. So, Because it only takes one man or one woman that's a witness for Jesus Christ to make a difference in someone's life. So it doesn't have to be a thousand trucks, brother.
4: You know, uh, drivers and 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 people in general out there today, you know, they're looking for something real. And I think what you're telling me is, I think this is real. I think this is real from Jesus Christ. I think this is... All about him, and I think anybody that would hear this would be willing to be uh, support Channel 21 Ministries. I really do, and I uh, now would that be uh, would we have that logo on like one of our trucks if that driver got
5: approved to be a chaplain? Yes, sir. That would be a, a Channel 21 Ministries would be on the door of his truck, uh, and also underneath it would say Road Chaplain. And also, with, with you know, if you want to put your company name on a hat and and, and put channel a uh, road chaplain on there, that's fine with us. Whatever gets the exposure of our chaplains in in, in the industry, Daddy Channel Twenty One Ministries. We got somebody asked, why Channel Twenty One, and I said I don't know. It just the Lord brought it to me, Channel Twenty One, and he said, well, could it be because of of, of the threefold ministry, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? That's three of them. That's 21, brother. Uh-huh. That sounds like a good answer to me. And the reason we're going to channel 21 or a different channel is because channel 19 is, does nothing but tear drivers down. It's vulgar. Uh, it, it's just negative. And, and and you got a man that's, or a woman that's been away from home for three or four weeks. The last they want is somebody to cuss at them over a CB radio. And this is not going to happen on channel 21 because it's going to be clean talk and it's gonna build up drivers, not tear them down.
4: Brother Darrell, uh, if uh, one of my drivers decided to uh, become a chaplain, what kind of procedure, what does he have to do? Is there a test or, or some kind of school he has to go to? What 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 is it that he would have to do to qualify to be a road chaplain for uh, uh,
5: Channel 21 Ministries? First of all, brother, He has to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And when he he or she has that relationship with Jesus Christ, they have a hunger to tell about that relationship. That will qualify any man or woman to be a chaplain for Channel 21 Ministries. Now what we do is we put a structure to that. They would fill out an application that's on our website. And once they fill the application out, we will review it. We'll make sure the carrier is on board with Channel 21. See, we have to have a partnership there with that carrier that that person works for. That's why if you look on our website, it, it tells drivers if your company is a faith-based company and you believe in your heart that your company will go with this, to contact Channel 21 Ministry so we can partnership. Then once the driver fills out the application, we will do the background checks that's necessary. There's a question down there about we will send to your pastor. Now, some folks say, well, I don't have a church. I don't have a pastor. Well, we all have someone that we need to be accountable to. And some folks don't have an opportunity to go to church. But if, if they work for a faith-based carrier and you as a carrier would say, my driver Joe Smith over here is a good God-feared man and, and I'll verify that, then that's who we're going to send that application to or that questionnaire too. because everybody needs an opportunity to be a witness for the Lord at Channel 21 Ministries as long as they're, they're there to witness. And so we would fill, get the questionnaire, uh, get the application completed, get the background checks taken care of. It's nothing fancy. Uh, all we ask is three personal references and your pastor or a leader in your church. Channel 21, uh, we believe that uh, you need to make every attempt to attend a church of your faith uh, whether it's a chapel a truck stop chapel or whether it's a church that you get home maybe once a month or twice a month but you are to you're to take the gospel out in all the world and preach it and teach it but you have to have a base somewhere and we we expect uh, our chaplains to have have a uh, a home church
4: I believe in Jesus Christ my wife believes in Jesus Christ the majority of my people that works for us, they believe in Jesus Christ. If it wasn't for Jesus Christ, we would not be where we are today. That's for sure. Because He sure has carried us uh, many a time. And you know, in the uh, Scriptures, I was just looking here, in the scripture. you know, His last words whenever He left to His disciples was for you to go and tell all nations, now, how can it be any better than for truck drivers to spread this word? Now, one thing is, there is some pastors and preachers in these big cities that has a congregation of fifteen to 20,000 people, one preacher, one pastor. What can 15 chaplains on the road do? Stop and think You're about mad. that. And if you've got Jesus involved in it, there isn't nothing any better than that. There is no telling how this can go and how he will bless every driver, every company that comes to support Channel 21 ministry. Darrell, it's been a
2: real pleasure getting to know you and, and getting to partner with you. And Rig Ministries is proud to partner with Channel 21 Ministries and we're just proud to partner with Faith on the Move Ministries and working together. You know, that's what it's all about right there. If we can just work together, the Bible talks about a three-fold cord. Man, when we work together, it strengthens it together. us. It strengthens us, and the devil, he just, oh, man, he's trembling right now because of what we're doing right now. You got anything you'd like to
5: add, uh, Daryl? Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to complete one uh Brother Danny asked me about how, how someone could become a chaplain. We've talked about the application, and we do send off the questionnaire to the pastors or the leaders. Then when that is complete, we will send that chaplain a, a, a letter and letting them know that, that uh, they are you know now a chaplain for Channel 21 Ministries. Uh, in, in our website, there's a training center that they will get, be given at that time a login and a password. And they'll go in and log into that, and there's uh, two videos that's in there. And once they d- view these videos down at the bottom, it, you know, this is all techie stuff, brother, way above my head. But God's blessed me with some folks that know how to do this stuff. And they'll watch them two videos, and then they'll submit online that, yes, I, I did watch these videos. Then there's another part that's called a training manual. Now, right away, that scared me to death. I don't want to train. <laughs> you know, I don't need, well, What it boils down to is if you're going to be a witness for Jesus Christ, we expect you to act professional. We expect you to represent your company in a professional manner. We're not looking for for Bible scholars. We're not looking for pastors. I mean, we, we, we actually do have some men at McElroy Truck Lines that's going to be chaplains that are pastors, that they're driving trucks. God has really blessed McElroy at Channel 21 Ministries with some men of God that are standing up. And they're excited about this. But once you get you read the manual, which is very short, it it take you 10, 15 minutes to read it and submit that online. If you're not willing to do these steps, maybe we need to talk before we go through this. Because uh, it's a commitment to Jesus Christ and, and to be a witness for him. But that's what I wanted to add, brother.
3: Yes,
4: and I want to add something too. You know, Brother Darrell, you know who we're doing this for. We're doing this for King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we got to do it right. Like you said, we we can't just go in there and do it for our glory, your glory, or Channel 21's glory. We're going in there for the glory of Jesus Christ, the Son of God.
2: Amen, Danny. All right, guys, we, we promised the drivers that we was going to play some Joe RV music, so let's put on a song right now by Joe RV, and this is off of his brand new CD, My Passion, and this is a song that Joe wrote for all you drivers out there on that old lonesome road. And if you want to give Joe a call, he'd love to hear from you. His phone number is 618-927-1986. Give him a call, and... Booking for your church or your Christian event, or order one of his great CDs. You'll be glad you did. Here's Joe Arview.
0: Well, I was driving down that 18 bottoms road With a pounding in my head From 18 wheels on the road with a hard day behind, I look ahead Through the windshield of my truck It keeps my family fed Well, I caught myself for praying And wiping away my tears Thinking about a better place and time Where I found Jesus and He took away my fears I guess that's why I'm not afraid to die Take me to a better place Take me to a better time I'm tired of this hard living I'm still too young to die If I could drive across this valley And never see another day But I tell you, Jesus That'd be okay But I'll tell you, Jesus That'd be okay I'd love to see my family at home Watch my baby girl outside the play But life on the road is all I know God knows I still dream of a better day Take me to a better place Take me to a better time. I'm tired of this hard living Still too young to die If I could drive across this valley And never see another day I tell you, Jesus That it'd be okay When I tell you, Jesus that it'd be okay But I know there's still some things I gotta do And I'm gonna be right here until I'm through And God'll take me by the hand and get them done And I'll go on home when my time is gone And i will take me to a better place Take me to a better time Tired of this hard living, it's still too young to die. If I could drive across this valley and never see another day, I tell you, Jesus, that it'd be okay. But well, I tell you, Jesus, that it'd be okay. But well, I tell you, Jesus, I guess I'm gonna stay.
2: Listening to that song, guys, reminds me of my life out there on the road before I got saved. Danny, you know what it was like. Uh, You was out there on the road. What was it like for you before you got saved out there on the road?
4: I had a void in my life. I tried to fill that void with booze, drugs, money. I had that truck stop, I had a lot of money and uh, we had everything there there was to offer. The devil just placed it on the shelves. And I tried to fill that void with all of that. And I'm like you. I didn't find the Lord till I was 57 years old. But in just a few seconds, in an old country church, down on my knees, with the tears running down both sides of my cheeks. I accepted Jesus Christ in my life and that void, that void was filled full to be no more emptiness. And everybody can have that. You're out there on that highway and you're driving down the road. You got that new pickup truck Darrell talked about and the house this and that and you got all these payments and all this stuff going on. But that's all material things. Them things can go away. I know you bought things and you thought, I can't live without that bold or I can't live without that. And work every angle you can to buy it and get you another payment on your back so that you have to stay out here on this road another day to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And within a very few months, you'll go to hating that thing because of what it brought on you and because it wasn't of Jesus. I'm telling you, he can fill that void and he'll do it for you right now. All you have to do, you can make an altar anywhere. You can make an altar in your truck, rest area, along the side of the highway, just pull over and ask him to come into your life and he will fill that void for you.
5: If if men and women that are out there on the highway, if, if they can see the peace and joy that's in your heart, you know, I could see it in your eyes, I've seen it in other people's eyes. I saw it in my eyes one morning when I got up after I did the same thing. I went to that altar, and, and uh, at 57 years old, I'd been fighting God and fighting God. And thank God he won and I won because I just didn't want, it to, I, I didn't want to give up that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'd sit out there in the garage with my Jack Daniels liquor and, and sit there with my cigar and sit there and look at that Harley and think, what else can I do to that Harley? And I'd sit out there for hours. And my wife would walk out there and say, you can't get any more chrome on that bike. I said, yeah, I can. You know, that was my God. Yeah. Now, there ain't nothing wrong with a Harley Davidson motorcycle. I love it. A friend of mine told me that when we get to heaven, no, the Harley's going to have gold wing pipes on it. And that's not going to happen. That wouldn't be heaven. Yeah. But I still right. love my scooter, but it's not my God. And right after I got saved, I had it painted, and I got crosses on it. And, and people look at it and because I want everything I have to say who I am in Jesus Christ. And and these shiny things that we have, there's nothing wrong with that. But if it takes you away from the Lord, and if it's not that peace, because I was looking for a peace in drugs, alcohol, and whatever I could find. You know, everybody said you've been a good man, but I wasn't a godly man. And that's the difference that's been made in my life. There's nothing wrong with stuff, as long as you keep it in perspective. But if it doesn't make you and your family, if it isn't Something that's going to enhance your life in the Lord, you need to look at it. We have the joy. you know. We're two old guys. You're sitting there, well, you, you're you two old guys. You've lived your life, and, and that's why you're doing what you're doing. No. I wish to God 40 years ago I'd have said, Jesus, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus, I, I want sorry. you. Jesus, I Thank need you in, your, in my life. But you know, like he said, when you do surrender your life to the Lord, like Danny was telling us, there's no guilt there. The Lord said that's gone that's done because the devil would love to beat you up over what you've done in your life. I don't think about that anymore. I've been forgiven. It's it's been washed away and and, and now I'm looking ahead not looking back. So don't sit there and think, "Well, I'm too old or I'm I'm too uh, this or I'm no you're not. The Lord wants you to be a child of God. And uh, he'll put joy in your life that you just, you cannot explain it. I wish I, wish I could take it and, and hand it out to you cross through this CD. I wish I could hand it to you. Say, here, this is what God's give, done for me and done for my family. Uh, when, when a driver gives their heart to the Lord, I found this out in the last few months, it changes the dynamics of their family. They go home and they share it with their family. And, and the girlfriends and the wives and the kids, they got a new daddy or they got a new mama because they see a joy it changes your life drastically and and for the good all for the plus you think well these these men are talking about something that that just it's not attainable in this day and age i can tell you now it's attainable it's real it's so real that when you feel the lord in your heart and you said father forgive me That's all he asks. He doesn't ask you to be a preacher. He doesn't ask you to be a teacher. He doesn't ask you to get on a CD or go up and stand in front of people on a street corner. Now, you might want to do that. I I didn't see myself in here uh, even a year ago doing this. But God has put this Channel 21 Ministries on my heart to share and to take what drivers already have that are men and women of God that want to celebrate what they have and put some structure to it in the trucking industry. And I want somebody to look at me and say, I want what you got, Brother Darrell. This is what I want because I can see the joy in you. I'm not, I don't preach to anybody. The Lord draws men and women in my direction, in my business, and I've, and I've had an opportunity many times to sit and, and share the gospel or share the good news with drivers in our company. Uh, in the last five, six months, through the CD ministry that we've handed out in our company alone that I work for, there's been five drivers saved. Oh, now, I'm not talking about, you, well, you know, I feel better now. I'm talking about drivers that are crying. You can just tell on the phone that their countenance has totally changed, and they're living it out. I've had driver's wives call me and say, "Daryl, old Steve was a good man, but now that he knows God, he's a great man. Yes, he is. And we're going back to church now, and we're serving the Lord. I just got off the phone yesterday. Well, uh, One of our drivers, he just gave his heart to the Lord about, well, August the 20th, 2012. He gave his heart to the Lord in that truck, listened to one of these CDs. Uh, he called his girlfriend, who had been, they'd been split up for a year and a half, called her and said, Babe, I've changed. And she could tell it. They talked from 9 o'clock at night to 4 o'clock in the morning. Channel21ministries.com. You look up the testimonies, you'll see her testimony that she had put in there because uh, they're both uh, have changed uh, the happiness. I talked to him yesterday. She called me and thanked me. And it's not me. It has nothing to do with Daryl. It has nothing to do with Gary. It has nothing to do with Danny. It had to have anything to do with Galen. It has to do with the witness that we have of Jesus Christ. It's not about Praise us. And right. in, in, in her testimony, you'll read that. Her name is Barbara. Then you go in there in that section and pull it up, and, and she gives God the glory. Yes, hallelujah. We are vessels, is all we're doing. We're servants for Jesus, and we want you to have the joy. This road is long.
0: This road is cruel. Okay. This road from town to town Searching for someone I swear I don't know who Because there's no Don't change a thing. How can I prove my love is true? On this road that's lonely.
5: what jesus said that he would send us the comforter and when my wife told me that uh you've got everything you want but you don't have joy immediately the holy spirit started dealing with me now this was in june of 2007 i'm hard-headed you know i'm just one of these old hard-headed fellas that you know i'm stubborn and when the the spirit of the lord that second and i didn't give i didn't tell her this because i didn't want her to know this but the Lord told me right then He started dealing with me, and and the Holy Spirit. Uh, it took three months. I you know I fought it. When I said I wrestle with God, I wrestle with God. But every time I would give Him a reason, or let me rephrase that, an excuse why not to serve Him, He'd give me a reason to serve Him. And in three months' time, He never condemned me, but He did convict me. And it got to the point where I was going crazy. And and she, all she asked me to do is go to church with me once a week. That's all she asked me to do. And I thought, well, I can do that. And she goes two or three other times. I'll be out there on my scooter riding and let her do her thing, and I'll do my thing. But she says, now I can't do this alone. I said, well, I'm not ready for that. But I will go to church with you once a week. And for 40 years, the one song that I've always avoided was Amazing Grace because I didn't want to hear it. You know, I got saved when I was 13, and I backed away from the Lord when I was 17. And I didn't want to hear that song. I'd turn it off anytime time I'd hear it. I'd walk out of the room. Well, what do you think the first song was that pastor sang the first time this old man's bottom hit that seat in that church? Amazing Grace. And the tears started flying. And I just sit there, and I let the tears roll. And he preached that day, and I got up and walked out because I wasn't going to do it for my wife. I wasn't going to get saved because my wife asked me to because I knew I wouldn't do it. This went on from first of July all the way into September. We'd go every Sunday morning. I'd walk out that door as soon as they gave an altar call. I wasn't going to do it. I was arguing with God. And one day, uh, I'm sitting on the patio after we come home from church, took a nap, and she come walking out there. And I was sitting there, and God was just wearing me out. I'm sitting there having me a cigar, and uh, she and we got to talking. And I said, you know, I said, I guess the one thing that uh, my biggest regret in life is that I did not raise my children in church, my two boys. And she looked at me and she said, honey, you're still their daddy and you're still alive. And I looked at her and I said, baby, let's go to church tonight. And I'd never seen that woman get dressed for church so fast in my life looked like she walked in the door and turned around come back out let's go it was church time I don't know what pastor preached that night don't have a clue but he gave an altar call and I I couldn't get there fast enough and I hit that altar because I feel like as a man I'm responsible for my family and I'm responsible for their happiness and I'm responsible for their joy if they can't see daddy what example do they have so I know what you're talking about, brother. When you're talking about your kids and changing the dynamics of your family, and I think as men and women of God, if you do that, uh, your family's going to see a new you. And uh, so well. I thank God for for uh, for a godly wife. Uh, our church, come to find out, all them months I was going, they was having Monday morning prayer meetings, and a lot of mornings I was the topic. So I know prayer works. The Holy Spirit will will convict you. So the children can be. It make a difference in their lives and the whole family. I got a real treat for you guys right now. I've got a
2: clip of Daryl's pastor, Pastor Johnny Minick, singing Amazing Grace. And this was recorded at their church, River of Life Church in Smyrna, Tennessee. Here's Pastor Johnny Minick.
1: Um. say she...
2: What a powerful song, what a powerful message and Galen you've got a powerful testimony and I just think right now that you need to share your testimony with the guys out there on the road.
3: Daryl mentioned a few minutes ago as and, and, uh, he was sharing uh, how it affects families, how when we come to know Jesus Christ, it, we, it affects our entire family and, and I can testify that in 1979. I was 27 years old, I'd been married to my high school sweetheart for 8 years. Uh, we had a little boy and our marriage was over we had already discussed divorce and uh, it it was coming to an end in a cold October night going down the highway I wasn't pulled over on the side of the road on my knees I was driving down the highway I started talking to God and I said God I can't live this way anymore but I can't change and the Holy Spirit spoke to me very clearly that you've had every opportunity, you rejected me over and over. If you reject me tonight, I will never come to you again. And I knew at that moment that if I didn't accept Jesus Christ, and it was my choice. He gave me a choice. He loved me enough to let me choose whether or not I wanted to follow Him or whether or not I wanted to spend eternity in hell. And I said, God, I can't change. But if you'll take me just like I am, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And Jesus came into my heart and saved me. And the Bible tells us Paul and Silas were in the jail. They cried out and sang and praised God. And the jail doors flew open. And the jailer was about to take his own life. And Paul said, stop, we're all still here. The jailer said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? That's right. And it says,
5: repent.
3: Accept God. I'm paraphrasing here. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you and your household will be saved. Well, guys, I want you to know I went back home after three days. I finished that trip, got back home, and told my wife what I had done, that I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And just a few days later, she got on her knees in our living room and asked Jesus into her heart. She turned to me, and she said, As of now, we start over. And all of that... The vision, the drugs, the alcohol, the infidelity, all those things that I brought into our marriage, not only did God forgive, but she forgave because she had Jesus in her. And our three sons were raised in a Christian home because not only of God's forgiveness, but the forgiveness of a saved mother and wife. It affects our entire family. It starts with the man of the house, it starts with the spiritual leader. Once we get right, then they get right.
4: You know, we're just four fat boys (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) sitting around this
4: table. We're filled with the Holy Spirit right now. You could just, there's tears running down everybody's cheeks. Galen spoke about his marriage. I'm going to speak about mine a little bit. My marriage in 2008, my wife and I had been married, yeah, 18 years we'd been married in 2008. And out of that 18 years, there was about three years uh, when we first got married, we was on a honeymoon. But then after that, we both drank, we both smoked, we both spent money like it was you could pick it off of trees. Yes, we had uh, a trucking company and there was a lot of money coming in. But whenever things got down and the money was gone and the partying was over, and all them friends you thought you had that was at your barbecues and whatever at your swimming parties they wasn't there no more on July the 4th of 2008 my wife invited a bunch of her friends over for a July the 4th party and I don't know what it was but that day her and I got into the awfulest battle there ever was and I knew that day I was like Galen that was the end of her and I's marriage that as far as I was concerned I was going to go my way and she was going to go hers but a friend of hers said Rhoda I know you love Danny and I know he loves you and I want you to come to church with me and she started going to church with this friend of hers and after about six weeks I've done quite a bit of drinking. In fact, I drank every night. I never did think I was an alcoholic, but Gary told me I was uh, (laughs) after he found out how much I drank every night. God can reach down and he can just lift you up out of anything, whoever you are, for whatever reason, he can pull you out of it. He'll always be with you. But at that time, I was sitting one night at the picnic table drinking beer with a friend of mine by the name of Larry Good. And a car coming in the driveway was at our shop where we keep our trucks. And uh, Larry looked at me and said, is there any drivers going out? And I said, no. This was almost 10 o'clock one night. Because I wouldn't go home till I made sure she was in bed. I said, no, there ain't nothing going out. But it's probably a driver forgot something. He's come out here to get something out of a truck. Don't worry about it. Well, at that time, the back door opened and it was my wife, Rhoda, and she opened the door, and she said, Dad, can I talk to you? I heard a quiver in her voice, and my first uh, uh, thought was something's happened to one of the kids, or, or something's happened to some of the family, that, or she wouldn't be over there to get me, and I said, yes, I'll talk to you, so I set my beer down, I dished it open a Coors Long Neck, and I drunk it down out of the neck, and I set it down on the table, and and I said, Larry, i got to uh, go out and talk to Rhoda a few minutes, and I'll be back in. And I went out, and she got back in her car, and I, I sat down in the passenger seat. And when I sat down in that passenger seat, the Holy Ghost jumped on me so hard, and I'm going to tell you what, she said, she said, Dad, I went to the altar tonight, and I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart, into my life, and it's so good, and I love you so much, and I want you to accept him in your life and i said honey i said we need to talk about it she said would you come home and talk to me and i said yes i will now at that point i went in walked up to larry and i said larry i said i got to go home and talk to her he said what's wrong and i said it's nothing i said it's just personal stuff we need. i've got to go home and talk to her he said what do you want me to do with this beer that you just opened, put the lid on it, put it back in the refrigerator. And I said, no, I didn't know I said this. I didn't know it till the next day. He said, I said, you pour that beer out in the sink because it'll be the last one I'll ever have. Now, God knew at that point that if he didn't take the booze away from me, that the rest of it wasn't going to work. and he took it away from me that night. I've never tasted it since then. So God could do anything. If you've got to have it, I smoked cigarettes from the time I was 10 years old. I stole them off of my grandpa. And he made me start buying my own whenever I was 10. <laughs> grandma had a fit. He told grandma, said, I figured when he had to pay for his own, he, he wouldn't smoke them. But it backfired on Grandpa. I smoked them from the time I was 10 now. But at 10.21 morning, I took the last cigarette out of my pack, struck my Bic lighter, and it wouldn't strike. And you know how you can shake them and get that other light out of it? And it lit. And I had an empty pack, a cigarette burning in my mouth, and an empty Bic lighter. And I throwed that cigarette pack and that Bic lighter in the trash, and it was like he told me, he said, that'll be the last cigarette you'll ever smoke, enjoy it. I put that cigarette out, I picked up that ashtray that was overloaded with cigarette butts, and I dumped it in the trash, and I thought, well, if I ain't gonna smoke anymore, I'm any, Lord, I don't need this ashtray, that was sitting on my desk. I just throwed it in the trash too. Amen. Now you tell me, there was no patches, no nothing, but the Lord, that's what he can do. He is an almighty God. And if we'll call out to him, he'll do amazing things for you. Right. He'll fill that void in your life. All you've got to do is ask him. He'll say it. He won't force Himself on you. And we're not trying to force him on you. Mm. Not at all. We're just trying to tell you that he's there. And if you'll just call out to him, you know, your heart there's a door on it, and the knob's on the inside, and you have to open that door to let him in.
3: You just heard the gospel presented in a very simple, very real way. And it's all about Jesus, it's all about accepting him as your Lord and Savior. What Danny just shared with you was his testimony. But do you have a testimony. Can you go back the time in your life when you came to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? If not, you can do that now. The Bible tells us that we're all sinners, that we all fall short of the glory of God. That we all fail Him, and that we can't save ourselves. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, By grace are you saved through faith. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. There's not a thing we can do to save ourselves. It's all been done on the cross. When Jesus hung on that cross as the ultimate sacrifice, he paid every debt for every sin that we ever have or ever will commit. He was the ultimate offering. But he was just an offering if we don't accept the gift. It says, by grace are you saved through faith. It's a gift of God, not of works. We accept that gift by accepting Jesus Christ into our heart as our Lord and Savior. We repent of our sins, which means to turn away. As you've heard testimonies today that we've turned away from that sinful lifestyle. We've turned away from the alcohol and the drugs and all the other things that go with that lifestyle. And we've turned to Jesus. And through Him, we're able to overcome these these flaws in our life, because we are human. We all have those. Those that sinful nature. We all have those flaws in our nature. And without Jesus, we can't resist the temptations of, of Satan. So my question to you is, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you asked Him into your heart? Have you asked Him to come in and forgive you of your sins and fill you with the Spirit? If not, you can do that now. I'm going to lead you in a very simple prayer. And I ask that if you want to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that you repeat this prayer after me. But you need to understand that there's no saving power in these words. There's no saving power in this prayer. The saving power is all in Jesus. But the Bible tells us if we'll confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, we shall be saved. If you'd like to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this simple prayer. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. And I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay for my sins. I repent of those sins. I turn from my sinful life and I turn to Jesus. Jesus, I ask that you come into my heart and save me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friend, if you just prayed that prayer and truly believed what you prayed, Jesus heard your prayer, and he came into your life, and he did save your soul. But now you need to share that with someone. Call your wife. Call your pastor. Call your dispatcher. Call a friend. Call someone. Stop at a truck stop. Go in and tell someone what Jesus has done to you. Share with them what he's done in your life. And then contact a good Bible-believing, Christ-centered church. And get involved in the work of that church. Get involved. And I know you're on the road, and it's hard sometimes to do that, but you need that home base. You need that pastor you can talk to, that man you can call when you have a problem. You need that man that that your wife and family can contact when you're on the road. And share with him what's happened in your life. Baptism is important. It's it's our outward sign of what Jesus has done in our life. It's a way of showing the world, this is who I stand for. I encourage you to be baptized. It's just that next step in in your walk. But if you prayed that prayer, you have Jesus Christ in your heart right now. And you're saved, and you can be assured of that. If you need to speak to someone, you can call any of the numbers that will be given on their CD later. Uh, There's numbers on the label. Uh, Any one of us would be more than happy to talk with you and share with you and help you to better understand your, your walk with Christ. And I just appreciate you taking the time to listen to this CD. Let us know if we can help you in any way.
2: Well, friends, we hope you enjoyed today's message and we'd love to hear from you. You can write to us, call us, or log on to our website and email us. Our phone number is 618-383-2107 or you can write to us at PO Box 578, Carmi, Illinois, 62821 or log on to our website and email us at www.regministries.com and remember... Jesus loves you, and we do too. And This is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, and we'll talk at you later.
1: I saw Jesus hanging on that tree, I lifted up my heart. I left a lifetime of days At the foot of the tree Now those eighteen wheels are rolling And that old lonesome road And I share the good news Wherever I go, yes, there's been a change. I'm not the man I used to be. I love to tell everybody what happened to me. I felt so ashamed when I thought of